This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Uh, we have two sweet ladies from the DAR this morning, and um, we're going to be talking about a number of subjects. I just want to let you ladies know that I was tested for the COVID virus before I got over here. <laughs> Should I tell you how, how it went? <laughs> Let's just save that information. <laughs> Actually, it was perfect. Well, good. Yeah. And I... I've been around all Rapid. these people that's had the virus, and so many of them have had their, all their shots. It's, it, and uh, it's amazing. You never know. I guess it's, uh, you see, that DAR, is that Democrats of the, <laughs> the Revolution? What is that stand for? Daughters of for? the American Revolution. The DAR. Revo- daughters of daughters the American Revolution. Not dames or anything no, else. It's no, daughters no. of the American Revolution. It means that we can trace our ancestry to a person who actually served in the revolution or helped the revolutionary cause. Well, you're listening to Lila Beasley. And uh, Karen Hudson just happened to drop by. I I guess we don't have anybody before the grand jury this morning. (laughs) Is that right, Karen? That's correct. I'm right here. You stay busy, don't you? Yeah, we all do, don't we? Yes, Yes. we do. For whatever reason, we stay busy. Try to make a contribution. But I love the the Daughters of the American Revolution. You guys are just really special to to almost every veteran that ever was. Well, thank you. And we we love you guys. Yeah. You don't forget us like a lot of (laughs) the others do. Well, that's what we're talking about today is remembering our veterans. So how are we remembering the veterans right now? Well, we're talking specifically today about wreaths across America. Mm -hmm. And the reason, I mean, this is an event that takes place every year. It will be noted here on uh, Saturday, December the 18th. Um, And that will be across the country. Saturday Mm -hmm. the 18th is wreaths across America Day for 2021. It's usually the second or third Saturday in December. And that's when the goal, and we'll talk about the person who founded this, but that's the goal of the person who founded this, is to place a wreath on every veteran grave across America. Wow. And last year, there were uh, over 2,000 locations in the United States, plus some across, across the water, where these wreaths were placed. I bet there's a lot of them in France. There are. I hope it's covered. Yeah. The main event here in December, of course, is at Stones River Battlefield. And I'll mention that for just a second because uh, we as a DAR have participated in that for several years. And you actually go and there's a ceremony. Uh, They place uh, huge wreaths as little monuments for seven of them for all the branches of the military plus the POWs and MIAs. And then wreaths are actually placed hopefully on every grave. Now, that has never happened that I have been to Stones River. And it's a sad thing to look across and you see all these beautiful wreaths. And then you see all these graves that are do not have a wreath. Yeah. And that's what grips your heart. And so that's a goal. What about the one uh, uh, off between the interstate and Manchester Highway that's over? It's, it's kind of like Coffee County and... Cannon County running together. Is that a military cemetery? Kind of. It's okay. Confederate graves. Okay. I'm not sure. Have you, have you ever I, I don't know. Them? I would guess that uh, we have t- chapters in Coffee County, and they mm-hmm. may be handling that one. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't really have to be at a military cemetery. It can be anywhere. Um, Even I'm, in the private grave sites? Yes, yes. 
like uh, uh, or Rose Lawn. Yes, or, yes, yes. Um, I know where my father is buried. There's a gentleman in that town who has taken it upon himself, and every grave in that county has a wreath placed mm, on it. Every wow. veteran grave has a wreath, if he knows about it. Yeah. Now, at my little church, uh, where my husband grew up, there's a little family cemetery. You know what I'm saying, little yeah. community church family cemetery. And my granddaughter has taken that on as a project. There are eight veterans buried there, and there's never been a wreath placed mm. there. So that is her goal this year. We have added that cemetery to the Wreaths Across America website, and anybody can do that. Yeah. You just go on and, and add your cemetery and then sponsor these wreaths and have a little ceremony yourself. What she wants to do is on that Saturday or the Sunday following, have her Sunday school class go and place the wreaths and you, oh, have, you nice. say their name and uh, have a little little you know ceremony and place the wreaths. It's a certain way to do it. Mm-hmm. And just pay tribute to these people who have given us our freedom, and we're very proud of that. And and this is an amazing story, and that's what Karen and I are going to share with you today. But the reason we're talking to you today is because on August the 26th, uh, just two weeks from now, the Reads Across America have made available a mobile education event Mm -hmm. exhibit, and it is a huge tractor-trailer telling the entire story of Reads Across America. And Karen was able to secure SportsCom for us. They were, they're partnering with us, um, Colonel Hardy Murphy Chapter. Yep. And it's going to be open from 10 to 6. It's free. There is no obligation. You just come and go through the exhibit and learn about Reads Across America. There will be a chance to sponsor a wreath or wreaths if you want to, but that is not our main goal. Our main goal is to educate and let people know. So you you know, and in the I, in the exhibit, which I haven't seen, I've seen a video about it, and it's actually touring a lot of places in Tennessee right now. I believe it's going to be in Chattanooga tomorrow. But there's a 20-person seat little theater in it. Mm-hmm. There's interactive exhibits, uh, kind of just kind of like a mini museum. Yeah. And we'll be helping the, our chapter members, Colonel Hardy Murphy, will be, when I say staffing it, they actually have their own Reads Across America mm-hmm. personnel that come and handle everything. But we'll be there, you know, helping answering questions, helping, you know, helping people direct them in, you know, make sure that the line keeps moving, that we'll show them there's opportunities to sponsor reads, which will be $15. It's mm-hmm. $15 to sponsor a wreath. Uh, they can do it right then. Obviously, it's not going to be till December, so they can go on the website anytime, which is wreathsacrossamerica.org, and sponsor at Stones River Battlefield. If they have a veteran in another state, they can look that up. They, there's a little map where it tells the different places that mm-hmm. you can, you know, click into. So um, I think it's going to be really an exciting event. We're hoping some school groups will come. We're hoping some scouting groups will come. Obviously, our our veterans, uh, just the general public. And we are, it's going to be in the Sportscom parking lot, so there'll be plenty of parking. And uh, I, I, th- I just think it's it's a wonderful opportunity, and we're really excited about it. And I, like Lila said, we've participated for several years over at the battlefield as far as sponsoring reads and attending the event. And then this, we didn't uh, create this event, but I think it's grown out of it because Reads Across America has really spread across America. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I may be incorrect about this, but I think there are, I think they needed 7,000 reads at mm-hmm. the battlefield, and there was about, I don't know if there was 1,000. A, a so we have a long way to go at our battlefield to get all of them covered. And uh, like Lila said, it's a, I've, I've placed a couple of reads before myself. And as I'm sure Lila has in her family. And it's really neat because they tell you how they want you to lay it against the tombstone and that you're to stand there and say that person's name and and think about them, you know, as you place it. And uh, it's very it's very moving. They have a little speaker and um, a lot of people come out. And it's it, again, it's, it's a week before Christmas, but I can't think of anything better to do to take some time out and, and attend that. Now, who actually started this? Uh, there's a guy in Maine. Mm-hmm. His um, name is Moral Worcester. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it's a Maine name, and here we are in Tennessee, but <laughs> that's the way I pronounce it, Moral Worcester. When he was 12 years old, he won a trip to Washington, D.C. He was a paper boy, mm-hmm. and the paper that he worked with uh, had a contest, and he won this trip to Washington, D.C. And while there, of course, he toured Arlington. 
and that stuck with him all his life. Yeah. It made an indelible impression. Yeah, it's beautiful him. over there. It is. And if anyone listening has never been, I hope you put that on your bucket list because it, it is an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. But then in 19, he runs, owns a wreath company in Maine. And in 1992, he found himself with an abundance of wreaths towards the end of the season and knew he could not sell them, did not particularly, was not looking for a way to make money off of this. But what he did, he remembered his trip to Arlington and he wanted the wreaths that he had left to go there. Mm-hmm. So a trucking company friend offered to, to supply the trucking and they took the wreaths to Arlington. There was a senator from Maine that was involved in this as well. And they placed the wreaths that they had in an older part of Arlington where people do not visit anymore. And it was just very impressive. They did a little, uh, through the senator, they were able to do a little ceremony and place a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Let me stop you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Why do the people not visit that older part? Well, probably there are no relatives left. You know, when you go to a cemetery, don't you visit your your relatives? I, actually, I, I do visit uh, cemeteries mm-hmm. uh, quite often, and and I look at the years and the age, mm-hmm. and I, I'm fascinated by all the different things that you learn Our at a cemetery. Cemeteries are very interesting educational places to go. Yeah, and that's one are. of the things that DAR does. We, <laughs> in fact, we're planning a cemetery tour here in Murfreesboro. You know, it, it's a shame that in this country, and we've gotten worse, we really have, the, the, the patriotic and the love for the people that uh, were before us and all of they all the things that they were able to accomplish uh, people don't visit uh, those type things anymore everything they have yeah like everything yeah and and a lot gave the ultimate sacrifice i mean i think that's person. why i know that's why I, I and i can't speak for everybody i'm sure all, most of us in the dar that is is why we're in it because at least at every meeting you remember it you know if you're working on projects it's before you're you know, thought all the time that you're here because of your patriotic ancestors and you're paying tribute to them by continuing to be involved in your community, keeping things like this in the forefront, you know, the veterans, like you mentioned, some of the projects that we do. So I I feel like that's a a debt I owe my country, but also my patriot ancestor who, as as we all know, sacrificed Mm -hmm. so much or were considered traitors, you know, traitors. I mean, they really, we can't even imagine what they experienced and so uh i i think that those of us in the dar i'm I'm just really proud of this organization nationwide for the things that it does and the things it keeps in front of people's minds and sometimes we may get bogged down with work that we're doing and thinking oh my gosh but you know then you know there's something that happens and you know it made a difference you know it did and you you just hope that your ancestors are proud of you for you know i think it's the least i can do compared to what my patriot ancestor probably went through. Well, one of, one of the goals that this founder had was that we have Memorial Day and mm-hmm. we have Veterans Day, mm-hmm. but he wanted a day just to remember those and pay tribute at the grave of the yeah. people who had sacrificed. And we're the recipients of this wonderful event because we would not get to partake of it. And once you do, it just it just grips you and you, and you want to participate. You want it to grow and grow until every grave, every American veterans grave has a wreath on it on December the 18th. That started in 1992 and it sorta was um, it wasn't swept under the rug it just wasn't nationwide, it wasn't well known until 2005 someone made a picture of Arlington and I shared this picture with you earlier Truman Mm -hmm. of the wreaths at Arlington and in the snow and that picture went viral and you know how internet and social media works. It didn't take long till people were calling. Massive amounts of people were calling, wanting to donate a wreath or wanting to Social media one. actually has some positive things in it. Oh. Wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> we'll move right on. Um, I, but that's how we got involved. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we learned about it through that. And it has just snowballed. And this Merrill Warcaster and his wife, who who own this company, um, 
do not make it's a 501c3 they've gotten that status established Mm -hmm. and it has just grown and grown and grown and they have actually added some other things which we'll talk about in a minute but our main goal for august of 26 is to educate rutherford county that's a good uh thing for you guys to do and you you reach out to a lot of positive things you you really do dar is very important to this country well thank you uh that's our goal that's what we hope um, and the hours are 10 to 6, and we set those strategically so that it wouldn't be too early, but if school children and groups can come between the school day, that's wonderful, but we're going to be open after till 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So groups, scout troops can come later in the day or people can come later in the day after work, and we will be there manning it from 10 to 6. We will be helping to, sure. man, to man it from 10 we'll to be, 6. I guess you could call us maybe hostesses. You know, we yeah. have, they like I mentioned, they have uh, Reads Across America personnel that are equipped to answer questions and do some, like if we have a little technology thing, they can work on it. And so they actually drive the truck around. I think there's two people that bring it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they'll be on site. Will you guys be dressed accordingly? Uh, everybody will know a, a DAR lady. When we'll they, when they get over there, we'll have name badges, badges on. on. Um, Lila, I'm sure, will let us know. She's our chapter regent now, but I'm going to guess red, white, and blue would be oh, something would we be would perfect. have on. I'd love <laughs> that. Wear a red, white, and blue something, and yeah. there'll be something that it'll be pretty evident because we'll probably we won't we'll obviously take our turns going through it, but we'll be kind of standing outside. Yeah. It'll, it'll be pretty evident. We'll probably have a little table maybe where people because there's going to be things that you can ask. We might have some children's activities. There's places where you can uh, color a wreath a child can or they can actually make a wreath. make one so or lay a um, wreath they show you how to do that demonstrate that the children can demonstrate that as well so. and, and I'm, I'm hopeful that some of our veterans that come might stick around and maybe if the children are there talk with them you know i'm hoping that might we don't know what will grow out of this i'm i'd love for it to be an annual event but i don't know that would be great and it's so wonderful that um it's provided free of charge. I think I, I really hope the community comes out for this. I think th- I think they'll be very moved. Will the word be moved in, in our uh, county schools or in city schools? We are sending, where, where we it's are happening sending and everything? brochures. Yes. Yeah. To every school. That would be nice if they would uh, have a class over there. It would uh, be great. A history class, and that would be perfect. It would be great. Yeah, I'd love that. And Maybe so people, get Red Skelton to to. Um, <laughs> Do that. Do, do you know for um, children's sermon in our little church uh, mm-hmm. last year, my daughter does a children's sermon, and she actually played that clip. I pledge allegiance. Uh, yeah. And explain what and e- explain every sentence means. And of course, none of the children had ever heard of Red Skelton. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't matter. But it doesn't matter. There were yeah. tears in the eyes of many people in church that day. When and, she and we did it at a DAR yes, meeting also. Did. So. It's it's pretty powerful. Yeah. You know, it's it's back when we had 48 states too. He talks about yeah. that. So. That's been a while ago. Uh, it's been a while. You and I remember when they were uh, <laughs> accepted into our country. I was a little girl. <laughs> I was in the fourth grade. Really? When one, and then the next year was was Hawaii the last one. When I was in the fourth grade, yeah, I either Alaska, Alaska, Alaska Hawaii, and then yeah. Hawaii was the next. Mm-hmm. When I was in the fifth grade, yes, I remember that well. Yeah, it was in our weekly reader. Do you remember? Yes, I remember reader? the weekly reader. I do. I love the weekly reader. Oh. I still love the flag that had the 48 on it. I don't know. It's somebody that was special. Well, we also celebrate flags on Flag Day. Anytime we get an opportunity. Anything to patriotic you guys we celebrate. Do. That we is do. right. Many times throughout the year. Thank but goodness we have whole, you. That's our whole agenda yeah. throughout the year. Maybe you guys need, with all the DAR ladies, need to protest the anti-patriotism uh, type people. I think the way we do it is promoting patriotism. That's yes. our that's our thing. We promote it. Yeah. We promote positive. it. And uh, I think it, when people understand what's behind all of it, then you can't help but yeah. but love America and and what it stands for and just the you know just the American spirit. We're not all alike, and yeah. that's what makes us great. Yeah, that's what my that's uh, what history, t- American history teacher uh, taught us. She said, the thing that 
makes America special and greater than any other country. We have all ethnic groups and all of their talents come in here, and we're able to utilize all of that as long as we're together. Anytime we start separating, then that's when all the problems begin. And unfortunately, we've gone through a bad period of that right now. Well, we're trying to bring us together yeah. with this, and this this does bring you together. When, it does. When you're standing there at at the battlefield, and everybody is together, and they're having a ceremony, and they have the seven rees there, mm-hmm. uh, larger rees, and then the lighter disperse, and it's usually cold, and but you don't even feel it. I mean, you just you're just caught up in the moment, and then you disperse. We're all one, mm-hmm. and there's. Well, my my aunt Nancy McNabb, she just absolutely loved the DAR, and she worked hard to be accepted. <laughs> oh. I mean, she followed our line all the way back to the Revolutionary War, and I was proud of her. Well, and DAR has made that a lot easier now, the genealogy part, because they have so many resources. And of course, we have the internet. You can just go online, and you may already be proven. You just have to go through a few steps and. Could you use the one that our, like Aunt Nancy had, if one of the ladies in our family, yes. could, could she borrow that? Yes, pretty sure. Much? Yeah. It's, it's, there's a, I'm not sure, I can't remember exactly, Lila might remember what it's called. There's a database mm. in DAR, and um, it'll have a Patriot ancestor. So, you know, I can actually go and look at mine, and mm. it'll say how many people have been uh, accepted under that ancestor. And, and I know all of them for this one because my sister and then my my daughters and some of my cousins. Mm-hmm. So you can see that. So if someone else were to come in and say, oh gosh, like you said, I've got to see if I can go back to the revolution. Well, if they can just pretty much go to their, parent, their, their parents and grandparents, it might just click right in there. And um, we actually have some wonderful genealogists in our chapter mm-hmm. who have done so much of it that they're, they're, even if it's not their family, they're familiar with that ancestor, and they can almost go, oh, one, I saw them get into such and such line, and I know it's, it's John Smith. It's mm-hmm. that ancestor, and they, they can, in our chapter, can really help. And statewide, they can. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a team that really, um, if, they, if people are interested, if anybody listening today is interested and thinks they might be eligible, uh, you can contact us. We have a uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. DAR uh, Colonel Hardy Murphy. You can just leave a message there. Uh, we have a public website. Uh, then there's also the Tennessee DAR and the National DAR, which is DAR.org. Very easy. And we'll get that information. So uh, th- if there's a will, there's a way. They'll, they'll find a way. And, and don't think that because your ancestors thought, well, they weren't a soldier. They didn't fight. Mm-hmm. It's for anyone who gave aid to the cause of the revolution. It could be a cook. It, it can be a female. There's female patriots. Yeah. Um, working on that on our line It now, can be um, uh, a shop supplied, owner. Yeah. You someone know. who supplied beef. <laughs> yeah. So or anyone right. who gave aid to the cause of the revolution, it's not restricted to a fighting soldier. Mm-hmm. Now, what about your uh, granddaughter? Oh, six months old. My six-month-old granddaughter. granddaughter. Well, I think she'll she'll join someday. What is her name? You didn't tell me. Her name is Laurel Scarlett Hudson. They're calling her Scarlett. She can join the the CAR. There's a Children of American Revolution, which is a wonderful patriotic group for young people. She can join that now. That's a a good start for it. It is. My my kids were all in it. Lila's grandchildren are in it. And it's a a wonderful uh, training ground for children and what I love about that organization and some other things that DIR does is um, they can explore things and they do it in a fun way. We don't mm-hmm. make it like where they have to sit there and, and listen to lectures, but they do fun things to learn more about American history that there's not time for in the schools sometimes. Yeah. And then DIR sponsors American history essay contests and poster contests with themes each year. And that, I think, reaches out to the school children, too. So hopefully this exhibit that we're having will put DAR in front of some of the children's and teachers to encourage them then when they get the information about our annual essay contest, things like that, yeah. um, they'll, they'll uh, you know, be really interested to participate and enter. And uh, we've had some, some winners in our state. Our, the poster mm-hmm. winner this past state winner this past year was a fourth grader from Las Casas. Oh, wow. The state winner. 
Well, you know, if I was going to uh, classify the most patriotic groups in this country, you guys would have to be right at the very top. I mean, you stand tall. You really do. And uh, I wish that it would, uh, you know, kind of uh, have a lot more people changing their attitudes. Well, you know, and I think it will. When people don't stand for the flag, you're just about... What you're doing is you're kicking our veterans right in the rear end. Well, at a DAR event, you will see everyone standing. That is for sure. And... (laughs) Uh, you know, we've got the 250th um, anniversary of the country coming up, and so DAR is going to be heavily involved in that. In fact, our one of our national uh, president generals, past president generals, uh, is actually on the national committee mm-hmm. for that. And so we're, we're hoping that there will be a lot of celebration for that, particularly in this county. So yes. I think that will attract a lot of attention. And, and Lila was mentioning, you know, and you were mentioning about the patriotism, um, the national, they call it Continental Congress. It's the mm-hmm. national convention each year. And one of the, the opening night, one of the ma- most amazing things is um, there's a huge American flag up in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And as they're processing in, and they each night they have uh, the, uh, the Navy band and the Army band plays before we start everything. And the evening sessions are open to the public. Yeah. So if you're in Washington, D.C. during that time, you don't have to be a DAR member to come to the, to the evening sessions. Anyway... There's a time when they call it the flag drop, and it unfurls in a way I just can't even describe. Oh, it I've never seen it. It's huge, takes your breath the first and it time just kind of just fl- nobody can see me, but I'm kind of doing my hands down, swirling down, and it just. It, it, I have chill bumps right now. You're talking making about tears it. come in my eyes. No, but it, and and you can actually go on YouTube and look at pictures of it. It's not yeah. the same as being there. Yeah. But it's so. Patriotism is our is our thing. It yeah. it really is. Our, our mission is patriotism, education, and historical preservation, and. I think this mobile exhibit that's coming up, Reads Across America, on the 26th, really hits all of those. Hits all of them. Well, they actually mm. contacted us and said, we're going to be in the area. Would you like to? And we, you know, immediately said yes. And they said, we can we can be there on the 26th. We'll take it, you know. Uh, most people, I guess, would like a Saturday. But we, t- we took it on a Thursday. And that may be to our advantage because school groups will be together. Maybe they'll take a little field trip. Have you had any response from the schools yet? Well, not from the schools. We have not. Um, of course, they just, started. They're, they're just they just started. They just started. I think their first day was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but we're reaching out. And it's, I mean, we would like to have any homeschool groups, scout groups, private schools, public schools, anybody. But it, it's, not, it's an educational event, but not just for children. There are a lot of adults in this area who have never heard of Reads Across America. And the, and they would, if they knew what it was, they would want to be involved. Yes, I would be shocked if you don't have private schools and home schools show mm-hmm. up. And, and, and that would be a lot of people in our community. And hopefully the uh, uh, public schools will mm-hmm. take part in it because it's one of the most important education that you can receive. It is. Yeah. And even if they can't come as a school group <clears throat> during the day, that's why we're staying up until 6. You know, their parents can bring them. Parents are going to be at Sportscom anyway <laughs> or, or someplace. And so um, they can just drop by. Get a How are you able to get Sportscom, Karen? Do you we work do, out over there? I, I do, but I, I called up Bart Fight. You know, who uh, is the, I'm Was not sure his awake? exact title. When, what time did you call him? I called him. I t- got Bart on the phone, uh-huh. and he's the... I, it's not called general manager, but maybe it's site director. He's the big dude. At Sportscom. You call it, yeah. Director of the Sportscom. So, Bart, if you're listening, sorry if I got your title wrong. But <laughs> anyway, he was very gracious. I explained it to him. He said, sure, we can do that. Yeah. So it was, it was not um, hard at all. Um, you know, we, there's corporate sponsors of this, too. I think the one in Chattanooga is going to be at a Walmart parking lot because they're a national sponsor, I think, of this. So yeah. they're, they're, they encourage you to be in a place where the public can access uh, where there's parking, and uh, so, you know, they say schools or such as, you know, uh, shopping malls. So Sportscom came to us. And I'm sure all thought. the school bus drivers would be happy to bring a lot of kids over there. Well, they would enjoy it as well. Yeah, of course they would. Yeah. I know I know, Mo Brown Blackwood, bless <laughs> okay. her heart. <laughs> um, we said that in 2005 this, this picture went viral, and that's what actually caused the event to snowball. But it didn't take long before the national 
Congress uh, caught on, and in 2008, December 13, 2008, U.S. Congress voted unanimously, probably mm-hmm. one of the few Think times. about that. Uh, How long ago was that? <laughs> 2008. Hmm. And was voted as Reese Across America Day. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate Congress for supporting this. But like I said, uh, over 2,100 um, cemeteries or sites, 700,000 memorial wreaths were placed in 2014. Wow. Of course, that has just grown and grown and grown. And it's not, like I said, it's not just here in the United States. Um, Puerto the, Rico. All, the, the, uh, all the wreaths, are they coming from different places? Uh, are, well, are, do we have places here in Rutherford County that, that make actually, the wreaths? Yeah. Uh, not that I know of. I think they all come from Maine. They're, they have an abundance of evergreens in, yeah. in Maine. But each, and they all come with the red bow. Mm-hmm. Each one of those red bows is hand-tied. They're very attractive. They're hand-tied by mm-hmm. volunteers who who actually make the wreaths. And, and when they unload, I know at the cemetery where my father is buried, when they come and unload... And it's not a tractor trailer there, mm-hmm. but it's a big truck. And they they raise the back end of that truck, and it, it's just gripping what they the sight that you see. And people take those wreaths and place them on every veteran's grave in that cemetery. Wow. It's just wonderful. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. We'll be right back with Lila and Karen. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Del Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen to my show, the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Catch the Dell Wamsley Radio Show Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, here on News Radio WGNS. Hello, this is Greg Tidwell from Bell Jewelers. We're in the love business. People that come in here are happy, celebrating special occasions, and we're very secretive. We don't talk about what people purchase. You need to announce that yourself, but we're ready to celebrate when you are. Come by and see us at Bell Jewelers at 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're across the street from Toots. We're open 10 to 6 during the week, 10 to 5 on Saturday, and close most Sundays. Hey, gentlemen, it's Scott. Make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center. You know, they exclusively specialize in men's wellness, and they follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. And they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the entire country. Low T Center has literally reinvented the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone. It all starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so you know all of the numbers important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, notice weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $135 a month, self-pay, or covered by most health insurance. Book your annual wellness exam today. Go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Ow, that hurts. What is that? It must be the mosquitoes. Why are they swarming around us? Because you set up our tent next to a pond. I need something for these bites. How about the summer instant games from the Tennessee Lottery? If you win, maybe the next place we vacation won't be next to a pond. Hey, can you scratch this for me? Your back? No, the ticket. Play the summer instant games with chances to win up to $1 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. You'd be amazed to learn what one Tennessee lottery ticket can lead to. For you, it could be lucky, but for others, it could open the door to so much more. With more than $6 billion raised for education, the Tennessee Lottery has proudly funded over 1.5 million scholarships and grants. That means, on average, more than 130,000 Tennesseans every year continue their education just because you played. The Tennessee Education Lottery, game-changing, education-benefiting fun. 
Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Murfreesboro Fire and Rescue was dispatched to a home fire about 4 o'clock Tuesday afternoon. When first responders arrived at 1316 Peachtree Street, smoke and flames were visible. Crews quickly got the blaze and the three-bedroom home under control. Fire officials say the resident was home but safely exited the burning structure without receiving any injuries. A universal mask mandate going into effect at the elementary schools in the Williamson County School District. The decision was made by the county school board during a meeting last night. Starting Monday, the Nissan plant in Smyrna will be shutting down for a two-week period because of a shortage of crucial semiconductors. Officials at the massive 6 million square foot Rutherford County plant announced they were short of chips because of the effect the COVID-19 pandemic has had on their chip supplier in Malaysia. The chip shortage began late last year and has crippled vehicle manufacturing worldwide. All students, staff, and visitors at Williamson County Elementary Schools will be required to wear a mask regardless of their COVID-19 vaccination status. The policy ends the night of Tuesday, September 21st. Tennessee Highway Patrol is hiring. THP looking for its next round of recruits for a trooper cadet class in January of next year. Applications are being accepted through 1159 on the night of Tuesday, August 31st. Candidates must apply online. A road trip advisory. It's Elvis week through next Tuesday in Memphis. The annual event marks the passing of Elvis on August 16, 1977, and celebrates his life and music. Tickets for the event are a full schedule at ElvisWeek.com. If you can't make it, there's always the virtual Elvis Week 2021, live from Graceland option. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Hi, everyone. My name is Bonnie Nelson, and I'm inviting you to a three day prophetic conference in Murfreesboro, August 19, 20, and 21. Come gather with us at the Victory Christian Center. Morning sessions with activations, impartations, personal prophetic ministry, extravagant worship, and Holy Ghost speakers start at 10 a.m. each day. Evening sessions start at 7 30. Don't miss Firestorm on Fire. Three days, Victory Christian Center. Victory Christian Center at 1641 Middle Tennessee Boulevard in Murfreesboro. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. A heat advisory will go into effect here late this morning. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops here this afternoon. A few spotty showers and thunderstorms with a high into the upper 90s. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 79. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline 896 4100 or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline 896 4100 or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place. Home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Lila and Karen. That's Beasley and Hudson. Um, where are we, guys? Well, we're talking about Raised Across America, and we mm-hmm. have talked about uh, the goal, the initial goal mm-hmm. of the owner uh, to place a wreath on every grave at Arlington Cemetery, and that goal was actually reached in 2014, okay. and he placed 226,525 wreaths at Arlington night. Cemetery. That's unbelievable. And when you think about that going across the country, um, it's just amazing. But that's not the only things they do to... Uh, bring honor to our veterans. Mm-hmm. They free of charge. If you just go on online on their website, as you mentioned earlier, KarenReadsAcrossAmerica.org, it's very easy to find. 
you can ask for cards, and they will send these to you free of charge. And they're just thank you cards that mm -hmm. you can send to any veteran uh, any time during the year. And just thank them for their service. And they supply these cards. Yeah. So it's wonderful. And they also have a, a thing they do for Gold Star families. And that's one of our objectives this year at our local chapter, DAR, is to, because as we understand, uh, there is no group in Rutherford County right now serving our Gold Star families. And mm. so we wanted to pick that up. Mm -hmm. And while we may not can, you know, fly them to Maine or whatever, we can remember them and at Christmas or the children or throughout the year or whatever uh, with the Gold Star family. So that's what we're doing. But anyway, they have this thing called um, Trees of Remembrance. And in there, I, I would love to tour this farm sometime, this evergreen farm in Maine. It must be massive. But they have this thing that they call Trees of Remembrance, and you can actually donate. Well, you don't have to donate it because you don't have to pay for it. Um, uh, like a dog tag that is hung from that tree mm. for your veteran, yeah. and they can hang there. And it's for the Gold Star families. So they're you just know, always looking for ways to expand. You know, in World them. War Two, uh, especially if uh, one of the vet, uh, one of the uh, people who was in that war was killed, they would put a little sign up in 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 the stores all through uh, Murfreesboro and some of mm -hmm. the other cities and honor them and their family when that would happen. And it was and a it gold would, star. It would be, yeah, it was a gold star. And it would, it would be, I think it, they need to be permanent things, but I don't know if... Well, how, they, they are a lot. I know in our little church we have a, a plaque that has been framed. It's very old and one of our... It had turned yellow, and one of our ladies is very good at mm -hmm. uh, with fabrics and everything. Got that all fixed up and repaired, and it has five white stars for those who served but returned, and mm -hmm. then that one gold star. Yeah. And it's hanging in our sanctuary. And I have noticed that in churches as you visit around. Of course, larger churches will have huge displays mm -hmm. of those, and count the gold stars. And, and yeah, it's 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 permanent. It's there. You know, if we, we see, can educate our children to leave it there, yeah. that's what we need to do. Well, we see um, streets named after mm -hmm, mm -hmm. some of our veterans that have been killed in battle. Or bridges. or Yeah, but uh, you see the name, but a lot of times it doesn't denote what what their special achievements yeah. were mm -hmm. and, and what they had done for our country. You know, a lot of veterans, especially World War II veterans, and I can relate to this because my father was one, they didn't talk about their experiences during mm -hmm. wartime a lot. And some things you didn't learn until after their death. And you request their military record, and then you find find out lots of things, yeah. very important things. Um, but it that's, just that's, absolutely devastates the families. I remember two of my special friends, you know, when they have the flags out mm -hmm. uh, in, in the memorial, it's, um, I always get one flag for each one of them because they have no family left. You think mm -hmm. about it, what a void that it left uh, with uh, those special people, no one in remembrance of them anymore. Mm, it was terrible. And I think that's what's so great about this Reads Across America organization. Their, their mission is Remember, Honor, Teach. And yeah. I love those, just those three words. I thought, well, that could almost go with, with the mission of some of what DAR does. It's we remember veterans, we honor them, and we're trying to teach through this uh, event that's coming up. So yeah. we have another, uh, this is well, a ways off, but in March, um, it's National Vietnam Veterans Day. It's, or I think it's called Welcome Home Vietnam Veterans Day. It's mm -hmm. uh, national, uh, signed into law, um, I believe in 2017, 2016, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have already got an event scheduled the last Saturday in March, which will be um, off of Thompson Lane on a pav at the pavilion at the Northside Baptist Church. There'll be a lot of um, activities. You'll hear more about that later. But um, if anybody's got a 2022 calendar, uh, we, we want all our Vietnam veterans to come and honor them there. Think of how strong the Constitution was for our country. And, and the people who pretty much established us as a country and wrote up all the 
things that uh, made our country great and and uh, how how it's remained for all these years of course we've we've had um, little things that have been added but uh gosh Karen just just think of 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 what went on in establishing the Constitution. And they it's did just, it behind closed just, doors. And yeah, it's just <laughs> so unbelievable. We didn't leak out. Yeah. Uh, the greatest document that was ever written. And countries except are still... Except for the Bible, of course. Well, and countries are still using that as an yeah. example. It's yeah. the only living Constitution there is. We're actually going to be celebrating that in September. September the 17th is Constitution Day, and 17th through the 23rd is Constitution Week. And on the 17th at the courthouse, historic courthouse mm -hmm. lawn, at 3 o'clock, we're going to be doing a presentation, a little story about the Constitution its founding. Wow. And we would love to invite everybody to come. It's, it's, again, free, open to the public. You might want to bring a lawn chair. Other than that, just come and join us. We would love to have oh, you. Oh, that's going to be special. We'd love for giving you a special invitation right now. Well, thank you. And that's something. I, I have a great uh, lawn, uh, lawn chair. I really do. <laughs> well, we promote that a lot in the school. We've been talking a lot about school children. We promote that a lot in the schools, too, because uh, part of uh, Constitution Day is uh, Congress has said that any school that receives federal funds must uh honor Constitution Day in some way. They must have a program. They must acknowledge it. And so uh, some of the things we do in the schools, we provide displays and uh, some lesson plans uh, for the for the teachers to kind of make it easy for them. And in fact, uh, we, we just learned recently that a young girl, 14 years old, I believe from East Tennessee, there's a, national, there's a poster contest for Constitution Week and children can enter it. So she enters it. She, her poster was selected as the national winner. So she's from oh, Tennessee. Wow. And it's a and beautiful poster. She is, so she's 14 years old. She was mm -hmm. the national winner through DAR, and her poster was selected to be the one that's replicated. So you'll, you may see some of that uh, you throughout will, the community. because that poster is going to be on the displays that we send to the schools. Oh, my on goodness. On some of them. Um, so, yes, we will be doing that. So, also the, so you ladies in the DAR will actually be there uh, and, uh, on the court on the seventeenth, yes, yeah. yes, we're presenting. That's going to be great. So yes, we'd you like and, to you see. and Karen going to be there? Of course. <laughs> uh, um, what will you be doing? Well, uh, last year I actually uh, I didn't write, but I compiled the story that we will be uh, presenting that uh -huh. day, and we're going to ring some bells for Constitution. Uh, wow! Just just come out. See what we have. We're going to pay respect to the founders of this country and the people who wrote the Constitution and what it means to us today. How that is still a living document, and our freedoms come from that. Mm -hmm. And the words that, and talk about the Bill of Rights. And is the courthouse bell going to ring? No, we're going to ring our own bells. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might could ask about that. That's a good idea. It yeah, is a good, that's a I good think idea. It would be. I think the bell should ring. Well, if you have some influence, that's on an that, excellent you idea. Just Jump you, you ladies have more influence than I. Well, you, you know me. I'm going to be on that when this show is over. <laughs> that would be wonderful. At Call three, me at when you find out. Oh, I well. would love. I, I want to know about that. At 3 o'clock, that's the time that it's supposed to ring. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to time it rings. Everything should country. stop and let the bell ring. Did you all ever watch the TV show 24? No. Okay. Well, I was just going to say that. Is he, that, is that his on, big thing was copy that. Is that cable? I don't really. I don't remember. I, well, I it's been don't, on. It's I been off a while. It. Yeah, you rich folks have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not why I turned it off. That's that's the big thing about at three o'clock your bells are supposed to ring. In fact, one of the things that we uh, have put in our newsletter across the nation. The across bells the ring? nation at three o'clock wherever you are. So if you were some kind well, of that's all inspiring that's, that's person who could sit up here, yeah. and and hear the bells ring starting yeah. at the east coast and then at three o'clock all the way. Wouldn't it be awesome? All, all, all the schools in the city and in Rutherford County should let their children uh, go outside for that particular at, moment. At 3 o'clock. Yeah, 3 o'clock. They're, they're outside, probably be I'm sure, getting on the bus. Yeah. Um, you can do it, Karen. You've, you've, you've done so much for the, our community. You can well, do it. You it takes all of us to do it. A lot of us, you know, we've got, a, we've got a wonderful chapter with lots of dedicated people that are very generous with their time. 
you have uh, done so many special things for our community, and, and of course, they've, they've just accepted you right on in, hadn't they? She okay. has done a lot for our community. Yes, she has. And she continues to A lot to. of people she don't was, realize how and, much and she's fact, done for us. In fact, Karen is, I think this was mentioned earlier, um, her position as regent ended in May. She served four four years, mm -hmm. and she was immediately elected as an honorary regent, which doesn't mean that you were just a past regent, but that you have distinctive honors. And so yeah. that happened at they the same meeting. They respected what she's yes, done. Yes, yes. Yeah. Did. That's pretty special. Well, like That's I said, I do that all in honor and remembrance of, of Daniel Lawrence uh, Sr., who was my patriot ancestor from... Uh -huh. From New York and ended up in Michigan. A Yankee? <laughs> oh my. Let's face it, most of them were at that time. <laughs> hey, my mom's from New Hampshire and dad's from South Dakota. I love South Dakota. Met in Italy and here we are. <laughs> South Dakota is beautiful. And uh, of course, that's the state of the Sioux Nation. And uh, you, you know Sarah Bell? I do not. I'm surprised she's not a member of, of the DAR. Well, now, there's two chapters in Murfreesboro, and then there's one in Smyrna, so could be. Yeah. She goes up there six or seven times a year and works with the Lakota people. Well, and see, that's a, that's a committee of DAR is American Indians. We do think we have, we have a focus on that, too. So. Wow. There's something for everybody in DAR. I, yeah. I'm telling you, there's something for everything, everybody, anything that you might be interested in, so. One other thing I special. would like to mention, just because of our D special DAR chapters, because I'm very proud of this, we have 10 daughters, members of our chapter, mm -hmm. who are veterans who have served in the military. And all four branches are wow. represented. And uh, we paid tribute to them in June at our Flag Day picnic, and then we couldn't complete it then, so we're going to complete it in September with a quilt of valor. Mm -hmm. And you're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. And they were each given a quilt made by uh, Andrew Lee. And the ones who were not given out in June will be uh, given out in September. And we're very proud of them. And we herald them every time we can. That's the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, one proud. thing I just thought about, you guys in DAR, um, in every battle that we've ever had from all the way back in the 1700s mm -hmm. to today, uh, People a lot of times forget the family that was supporting them. And uh, in many ways, they've meant every bit as much as uh, the okay. veterans who were in, in, in the, the battlefield because the support they were given. Well, they kept the whole and every, yeah, yeah, just and nice every day they had to live with the the prospect of sure. maybe they wouldn't be coming back home. One of the things we do is have a book club, and we read historic books or accounts of our founding fathers. And it's fascinating to me that when <coughs> John Adams was not at home most of the time and all these people were not at home, how it was the main goal of these people to keep those farms, the wives, keep their farms, their families. What they did mm -hmm. was just unbelievable. Um, and... Like Abigail Adams tells that, there were a lot of letters between John and Abigail Adams, so we have a lot of historical information between mm -hmm. those two. But the things that she did and how, how hard it was on them. And then we do have our table of remembrance occasionally where, you know, the chairs turned up on the table for that one who is yeah. not there. Yeah. And they may be serving or they may not have come back. Well, you know, you mentioned the, the Quilts of Valor. Uh, one thing that that organization does, and we do have several DAR members that participate with that on a regular basis, um, but they give quilts, like you mentioned, the, the families that, that are at home and kind of serving along <laughs> with the, uh, the soldier, that anyone that's touched by war mm -hmm. is eligible to receive a quilt. So it could be a child mm -hmm. of someone, it could be the spouse, it could be the parent. Yeah. So uh, it's not limited to the veteran. So I, th I thought that was very special because touched by war is kind of like a something that that has a broad interpretation. Um, yeah. I think another thing Aunt, that's coming in in Murfreesboro in November is the Wall of Remembrance, and uh, I I. Uh, Lila may know a little bit more about it's that and where it's going to be. It's in November. I can't tell you that right now. I don't have it with me, but. 
But it's a, it's around Veterans Day, and I believe is it at Barfield it is Park? A, it is a mobile replica of the Vietnam Wall in Washington, D.C., and yeah. it travels. Does it have the 50,000-plus names? Well, I think it does, but I'm not going to say for sure. We had a lady come to our chapter and talk about it. That was back in the spring, and um, I know I'll be there. Uh, I want to go visit it, and they, they are, wanted people to volunteer, so I know I, I'll probably go out there and volunteer. But there's just a lot of stuff coming up for people in Murfreesboro to, to learn about our veterans and remember them with this August 26th event with the mobile unit for Wreath Across America, then our Constitution Day event. Of course, there'll be a Veterans Day event on the square as well as this Wall of Remembrance and then Wreaths in December. It's just kind of an ongoing thing. That's that's something that's special to me about DAR because it keeps it in front of you mm -hmm. all the time. Exactly. Now, do you have people that are still wanting to reach out and become a member Oh, all the yes. time. All the time. Yes. I, I would think that right now, with there's so much negative thing going on, there would be others that want to reach out to the positive side and, and honor these special people over the years. We, don't, we never we never go a period of one day, <laughs> never, yeah. without someone contacting us or the organization or one of the genealogists wanting to join, wanting to know if they can join. Yeah. I mean, our chapter has over 300 members. That's so. that's quite uh, a lot for for Murfreesboro. It, well, of course we you're you're in Chapel Hill. Yeah. So. And I think I think they announced recently that the state of Tennessee had almost almost 7,000 DAR members. Is that wow. right, Lila? Mm -hmm. So uh, what, all everybody's working. I think our president general has asked for each of us to recruit one person. So that would double the national membership. So many people think they. There's no way I have. I've never heard of that. I don't think I have an ancestor. No one in my family has ever told me. And then they do just the slightest bit of research. Mm -hmm. And they may have, I know we, my daughter and I came in under one particular ancestor. But since then, um, she, who is much better at this genealogy than I am, has discovered eight more supplementals. Wow. And then she has two more in addition to that on her father's side that I don't qualify for, mm -hmm. but she does. And and you see, if you ever see a DAR person, they usually have their ribbons on with a lot of their pins. Mm -hmm. Some of, If you look at the ancestor pins, some of them have 30 or 40 ancestor pins. So they had, because people, where they lived, vicinity where they lived or whatever, they might have married somebody who also had a family member that, and yeah. it just snowballs. And um, it's just such a proud thing. Is there an age limit one way or the other, up or down? Oh, well, 18 to join DAR. 18 plus. Okay. Yes. No, you don't age out. <laughs> so, and then you can join CAR, the children. Karen mentioned that earlier, at birth. My granddaughter was, Karen sent her thing in immediately after she was born. Mm -hmm. And then when they become 18, they just transition into DAR if that's their wishes. They There's so many people coming from other states into our area right here. Um, yeah, but people move. I mean, but, but what if you've got if they're DAR members in other states, yes. then they would automatically. Oh, we just we've just had a couple ladies that yeah. transferred into our chapter One that have moved California. here. Yes, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. so you guys just accept them. Uh, well, what, that's what do they all have of the national I mean, what database. Do you have? That's all the national database. Yeah. So their information is just transferred. Oh, okay. From One to another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's pretty special. Mm -hmm. And if they'd already paid their dues for that year. That carries over. What are the dues? What amount? Am I supposed to say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they need for to know. Our, for our That's what they're going to ask. For our chapter, it's $75 a year. Oh, good night. How cheap. But that, that's, not, that's not even uh, uh, a fragment of what they're going to give back to the community here. And that's that takes care of national dues, state dues, local dues. Yeah. And a lot of that stays That's here. everything together. Mm, that's yeah. everything together. Now, where do you have your national convention? In Washington, at Constitution Hall. Which wow. is owned by the DAR. Yeah. So the DAR has a, and it's open to the public, so you can go tour it. It's very close it to the open, White House. It will open again September, September the 1st. It's been closed. So I COVID. love the addresses, 1776 76. D Street, Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's not far from the White House. 
And it's been used as... It, there's nothing far from the White <laughs> House. You can used, walk everywhere. This has been used in movies because mm -hmm. uh, I believe it's the back. Looks a lot like the White House, the, the columns and stuff. So they've used it in movies. It's used for... Uh, you can rent it out for weddings, concerts. There have been um, government meetings there. Uh, peace treaties signed there. What a great place it's an for amazing, a wedding. Yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> building. It's a beautiful. There's been high school graduations there, so it's called Constitution Hall, and it's just recently undergone a major renovation. Constitution Hall has. Yeah. So, and we haven't. I haven't seen it since it's been renovated because uh, the convention was canceled this past two years because of COVID. But hopefully. But there's a museum go. there. The DAR museum is there. There's a DAR library which is open to genealogists. It's it's a huge collection. Oh, Very. Very well thought of. People come from all over to do research there. Yeah. I grant you your name is in a book in that library. I grant you. I hope not. No. I, it's probably I bet something you. I did bad. No. <laughs> it's because you're a descendant of somebody, and somebody has proven that. Oh, I get you. Oh, yes. And exactly. I think I have quite a few uh, names that would be along our line. Mm -hmm. It's a. Uh, we're proud of them. We're proud of every one of them, and. Uh, that's pretty special. Truman, I think some of your um, relatives are actually in our chapter. I really do. I th well, they are. They're also in the other chapter. Well, Matt Murphy had any people in there? Bless his heart. Yes. Yeah, our chapter says, Lila said, we do work together. Like, we have a... Um, an annual George Washington birthday celebration, which you attended last year. Yeah. And uh, that we do that jointly with the other chapters in our community. So we, we, well, we, we work, work together. together in other ways. We, the, the schools, you've mentioned mm -hmm. going into all the schools, and mm -hmm. uh, the other two chapters have their list of schools, and we have our list of schools, so we don't double There's dip. plenty for everybody. And yes. We we've we've actually, if we've run out of something, we borrow a form from one of them or a marker, and then we, when we get ours in, we pay them back. So we do work. We have a good working relationship. You know, we're, we're all working for the same thing. We're all on the same team. If you go to any of the DAR functions, you're going to come back with your chest stuck out. Oh, you're going to be energized. Precious. I always am. Yeah. Oh, I am too. Now, if you can pull off, which I think you will, the uh, bell ringing at the courthouse. At 3 o'clock on three September the 17th. <laughs> and, and, and all of uh, Rutherford County needs to know about it. So. Uh, well, then I'll call you and you announce it. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, I, I, I'll be there. You okay. Get, you get that ringing. I'll get it ringing. Yeah. I, I, th I guarantee you every veteran of any war will, will be there. And, and, uh, we would like to have any veteran of any war attend our Raise Across America event. Now, you won't have any World War One. No. Unfortunately, but, they're all gone. But we would like to have any living veteran who is able to come to August the 26th. We would just like to shake their hand, if nothing else. If they don't go through the exhibit, we would like to honor them yeah. by being there. They're so special. And listen to their stories. I mean, just to have a roundtable discussion with some of them is Sometimes is that's a hard thing to get out of. I know, I know. Because I, know. I never will forget when um, um, our hero from World War One, from Tennessee, mm -hmm. uh, they wanted to, when, when he came back and they were honoring him in New York, they were trying to get him uh, to... Um, be the name uh, for a lot, even movies. They tried to get him in the movies. You remember Audie Murphy mm -hmm. in, in World War II was in movies. He said, no, I will not do it. And they asked him why. He said, because of all those that are buried over there right now. Mm -hmm. and, and they won't come back to their families. Now, that that's pretty special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess we've run out of time, guys. You have been very nice to let us come on your show. We appreciate that. Oh, I love you guys. Oh. August the 26th and September the 17th are the next two things. Now say that again. August the 26th at mm -hmm. SportsCom. Yeah. For the Raise Across America event, mm -hmm. educational event. Yeah. Free, open to the public, love to see everyone. Yeah. And September the 17th on the Courthouse Square. Um, we hope there are bells ringing, but we'll have some bells ringing of some sort. Um a Constitution Day event, mm -hmm. 
and that will be an educational event as well. But, it, but it's it's more of a remembrance and educational event, and what that means to us today. Um, and that's open to the public and free as well. Just bring a lawn chair. Yeah. And then we all, we actually did uh, an Independence Day thing on the courthouse square. We did it on July the 5th because that was Monday in the actual observance day. Yeah. And it was well attended. Mm-hmm. We had about 60-something It grows every there. year. It grows every year. I think this one, once that bell starts ringing, that'll be special. It'll be ringing. All right. Okay, guys, we'll see you in Thank the morning you, at Trevor. 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.